genre. Hey, what's that, April? Some kind of weird Japanese antique egg timer. Cappuccino? That makes me hyper. It seems the scepter has magic powers. Hold on, dudes. If April's back in feudal Japan, does that mean we, like, have to ride that scepter back through time to get her? It's equal mass displacement. Step back, dudes. I just brought us some heavy artillery. Hey, Casey. <laughs> Welcome back. T-minus two minutes and counting. Let's go, my dude. Okay, the inscription says open wide the gates of time. Work. All right, already. Let's go. Go with Cap. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute. It's the podcast that's coming at you three times a week, talking about three minutes of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, except for today. We're talking about four minutes what? about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We are, Rachel. That's just... Rachel Gatlin uh, expressing... Uh, 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 consternation and disapproval right there because we just watched uh, three yeah we did just watch four just a moment no, we ago didn't. we watched 88 90 91 92 didn't we do that no no it doesn't do matter it doesn't matter 92 is still them just dancing over the credits yeah it, it oh, doesn't yeah all right well anyway we're, we're going up to 92 yeah it's just more dancing <laughs> all of those all of those people in the credits none of them are yeah old. we're <laughs> watching 88 a long time ago. Yeah. 89 <laughs> 90 91 88 89 you know, 90, it's, 91 it's like it, it's like Lassie Lassie's been gone for a very Listen, very Robbie Rist is here with us for Friday. Hi Robbie. Speaking of someone in the <laughs> credits. Wow, we derailed today. Any uh Chris oh, O'Connor's fine. here. Hi Chris. Yeah, I am. <laughs> and Adam Sheehan's also there just kind of waiting for his moment. I, I usually have a bit prepared, and if I don't, I think of one by the time you say my name, and I've cycled through three of them up until this moment. <laughs> this intro took so long. Right. So. Well, Ad Adam, 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 what were they? Uh, that's not important. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, they don't I work see. in this context. I've already, I've already forgotten them. They're, they're non bits. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Listen, the I, I, I was originally going to say we're breaking all the rules because we're doing four minutes. Yeah, and also I was going to say something about like, but this is the last one, so not anymore. We're it's, not. It's the last one with with a guest. It's the last minute of footage of the movie, which is why we're doing four. We have Robbie Rist here, the voice of Michelangelo, uh, back for one more day this week to wrap up all the actual footage of film in this movie. That's why Robbie's here. So hi, Robbie. Thank you for coming. Hello. Um, so my, I guess I was in the time off. I was thinking about this. So the, you know, you're now done with three. So does this mean you go into the shitty movies now? No. Oh God, I'm sorry. I, that, I see that was uncalled for. You, you mean for. this I'm one sorry. wasn't already one of the shitty movies? <laughs> oh, Hey, Hey, that wasn't hey. Robbie. That was Bob. <laughs> oh um, my! Yeah, this one's this one's not. Listen, we have and we Rachel's can get into awesome our overall. <laughs> we can. I introduced Rachel at the yeah, very she beginning. Was, she yeah, got introduced she was, oh, first. Yeah. Oh my god! It's like I've never done this. We're, before. we're past Listen, introductions, Chris. It's over. <laughs> introductions are so three podcasts ago. We're three minutes into this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Keep everybody. Keep it going. Um, I'm not even listening. But 
we we can talk about sort of our, our wrap up a little bit with Robbie here since this is his last minute with us. It's the last Ninja Turtles film that he participated in, comma so far. Wink and parentheses. Yeah. We'll see what happens yeah. in the future. Fingers crossed. We'll see yeah. what happens. I'll do it. We're hey, looking I'll at you, it. Seth Rogen, and your yeah. scribbly notes. Yeah, yeah. scribbly yeah. notes. Um, that little but S thing. Minute eighty-eight starts with a loving embrace, uh, and minute ninety-one ends with some uh, awesome club dancing. You know, some awesome breakfast club dancing. So uh, that's where we are at today. Dancing Ninja Turtles, um, which listen, we'll, we'll talk about the end when we get to the end. But I like the end. We'll come back to that. Let's let's talk about minute eighty eight, shall we? Casey gets a hug from his hockey buddy. I like that there was such a bond between these guys. I think in the day or two that we've had off since the last time we watched this, I've grown to like those little goofy uh, samurai honor guard quite a bit. Hockey. <laughs> This is probably the most human connection Casey's had in a while. Let's yeah. be real. Since April dumped him when he went to prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, the, the crux of what's going on here is the honor guard are, are leaving. The scepter is fired back up and they're about to go back. Kenshin is activated against Splinter's will. Uh, there are papers blowing around everywhere. Twister. Uh, it's, I mean, we get lightning and and wind and egg timer spinning around we cut to old timey it's the quickening (laughs) we cut to old timey japan where the turtles are and you have leo and donnie and raf and april are holding on to the scepter and michelangelo is saying his final goodbyes to mitsu and doesn't he what does he say something like call me yeah something like uh yeah so if you're ever in new york call me Yeah. yeah something like that yeah which I mean, that's just set up for a sequel right there. <laughs> if you're ever in New York, you know, 300 years from now. Yeah. Time heist? Yeah, you know that You know that whole thing about Dead Lassie? Something similar going on there. Oh. <laughs> you know, 300 years later? Come on. Ooh. Michelangelo, let's get real about this. He go, you know, My mind just dead. went to a very dark place. What if there was like an exhibit on Japanese skeletons or something? Oh. <laughs> Rachel. See, that's the movie I, I don't want to see that. I hate mummies. Well, well that's like in um in Bebop and Roxanne to Destroy Everything, the uh the comic miniseries, that whole thing gets started because they're at the museum and there's just these ancient fossilized skeletons of just Bebop and Rocksteady. That's and they're like, right. all right, well, this is a problem. <laughs> How did this happen? Yeah, crazy. Hey Robbie, by this point, by 1993. Turtles had been around for a while. You had been in a couple of movies. Were you like keeping up with the overall pop culture phenomenon of Turtles, or was was this just kind of a gig? I mean, it was. I mean, I was honored to be a part of it, but I mean, you know, it was another job. All right. Uh, I, the amazing thing about it is, uh, I didn't think thirty years later we'd still be talking about it. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Or also, also having a discussion about cloaca. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you keep bringing that up? You man? know, there's a lot. There's a bit. Yay! Yeah, you know, I, I, we did bring it up, right? We, we did talk yeah, about it. Like we a, did, but we didn't need to. Did, okay. But we didn't need to bring it up this episode. <laughs> well, sure we did because Mitsu is still in the picture. Oh. He still has. He still has time travel bones, oh. and it's. And it's just, it's just weird. The whole thing's yeah. just, 
kind of weird. And and I yes, mean, it, it is, is weird, very, Robbie. It is very though. You know, people say that you know Weezer kind of started the emo craze. I think Michelangelo may have done it. Yeah, this whole thing at the end. This whole thing at the end is so. Uh, you know, I'm I know sad. I'm a guy, but I'm gonna sit in my room on a yeah on a rainy day and write in my diary. Yeah, Michelangelo's hey, Pinker- Pinkerton. Yeah. Pinkerton is an underrated album. I'll just say that much. I couldn't agree with you more. It's one of my favorite rock records in history. Yes. Side note, the, really the dude great. that produced that was the sound recording teacher at the school I went to. So oh. that's pretty fun. No way. It's a small one. I know. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we we're go. getting a lot of Quantum Leap vibes with all the, the lightning. A lot of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. I'm Raiden vibes right now. Right. Highlander. Yeah. Highlander is yeah. another one. So yeah. There's a lot of good. Well, they were probably they were probably audi- or optical effects left over from those yeah. films and it was the cheapest way yeah. to you know to get it done probably so you're probably actually seeing <laughs> stuff from my I that that wouldn't surprise me um blow up a so, bunch of stuff on set for no reason I just get, I just love how long they stretch out this moment yeah it is it is like a solid 30 seconds of film uh, up until the point where you see April's hand and Mikey reaches for it, and just as Mikey's three-fingered hand goes to grab it, April fades out. She Marty McFly's out of existence oh, no. and goes back in time. We cut back to the sewer, and there's wind back and all their the little future. practice. Their practice dummies are are blowing around, and then the turtles. And this is the part I love: is this is how we save some money, right? They don't appear in the sewer. Um, the camera just pans over to them already standing there. Like, they could have spent money on, like, a big, like, oh, we've appeared out could of thin they? air. We've, uh, hypothetically, had they the money, they could have. But they literally just, like, panned the camera left and, like, put some light yeah, in there. Yeah, like, it's oh, movie magic. Appeared. It is magical. Scott Scott, uh, Scott apparently has spent no time in low-budget filmmaking. <laughs> true. This is I mean, very it's, true. It's, in low-budget lo, low filmmaking land, you just go, what do we got? Go! <laughs> and that's it. But my favorite thing about low budget filmmaking is you have a scene that takes place on a bus or like a scene that takes place in a big a, a, a big high rise office building. Then it then it gets rewritten to take place in a bus. Then it gets rewritten to take place on a park bench. <laughs> yeah. I'm Whose a, apartment you know, do we I, have uh, access to? That's where it's set. Right. Yep. My a friend of mine is the director of the Sharknado movies <laughs> and I have watched this guy over and over through six movies <laughs> where the production company every time said, all right, you got 19 days to shoot this. Thing. Oh my. And, then two days, and they do and amazing two, work. No, no, no. Then two days in the production company goes, oh, I'm sorry. No, we meant 15. <laughs> <laughs> and now he has to rewrite things on in the scene while they're shooting. You only get two he, chainsaws. In two, in two he, he shot an entire he created and shot an entire scene in the time it took to go from the from the the, the Statue of Liberty back to the Staten Island ferry. Oh. Thing. Wow, that's that's yeah. maybe maybe ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> my point exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. So so in low budget. So when you say the thing about you know man, we know what they had a little more money, what they could have done. I sort of I went <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I mean, Scott, I've, you idiot. <laughs> I've been in that world myself where it's like, it's like, okay, we have zero money. Right. And, and we, how are we going to do yeah. it? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, I mean, uh, it's amazing that movies ever get done anyway. I, 
It's just because they're just completely insane. Uh, the fact that you know there's that the tur- the third turtle movie got done at all blows my so mind. So begs the question: If you're in low budget filmmaking land, why do you go? You know, it'd be a really great idea: time travel movie. Like that uh, just seems like maybe right. maybe not maybe not a great idea. Maybe the I don't know maybe the budget guy went oh we can swim yeah <laughs> and then once they got once they it's got like, into the movie you know, they're like when you uh, go to the buffet and your eyes are a little too big for your stomach <laughs> yeah you still try <laughs> you put it on the plate uh, uh, do I really want the third crab rangoon what is this yes. thing oh it's liver well it's still on the plate <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I feel, only time I've ever eaten liver in my life. Man, remember buffets? Yes. Oh, God. Never again. Uh, Never again. Well, I, eventually there will be buffets like in TV shows and stuff, and kids will look at them the same way they look at telephone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, like, what is that? It's a public oh, phone. Man, oh, man. Hey, there's another low-budget movie idea. You can put a horror movie in a buffet. Uh, <laughs> Go yeah. ahead, Rachel. <laughs> We've brought it up many times, but... Anytime you have horses in a movie, the budget like gets exponentially higher. Oh yeah. So I feel a little bit bad for the 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 money department on this movie when they got the bill for the horses and they're like, oh and shit. And the period costumes. Oh yeah, no well, doubt. Well, they didn't spare any expense on toilet paper in this scene. There's mm. plenty of it around. <laughs> that is, it, it does look like your principal's house on Halloween evening. <laughs> uh, so the turtles are reaching out and they they reappear in the help. sewer and they realize. Uh, you know, Splinter's looking around, Casey's looking around, and and a dummy falls down and scares everyone. And Michelangelo's not there; he's missing. Oh no! But there is someone else there. Mm. We get random hockey hooligan number two is still there. <laughs> I just like the, honor guard. I just like how they pulled off an absolute miracle, and the these four appear out of literally nowhere, and then Splinter's like. Where's Michelangelo? Where's the one it's I like, actually oh, care about? The four of us are just fine. Thanks for asking. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mikey's the important one, right? Yeah. He's the favorite. See, here's where they missed, you know, perhaps another golden opportunity is that now a 300-year-old Michelangelo walks. <laughs> turtles oh. turtles oh. do age very differently. Yeah, just like just like like uh, Captain that America. Be hey. Oh, that would be that would have been. <laughs> Michelangelo shows up and he's uh. like, "I don't think I'll ever laugh again." And Splinter tries and he goes, "No, I don't think so." <laughs> it's your kids' wrath. Yeah. We've got to talk about your kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I like the idea of Raphael as crazy Doc Brown mm. or Michelangelo, rather. <laughs> yeah, he's got a long white beard. Yeah, totally. Yeah. He wouldn't have oh. a beard. He's, he's uh, <laughs> he bought no hair. Hey, he, wait a minute. He almost had sex with a human. <laughs> Are we going to talk about facial? He, hair? he went to a costume shop a and bought between... mm. a Santa beard. Come on, there you go. Yeah, you can, can you can perform various acts. That doesn't mean you can suddenly grow hair. <laughs> it doesn't make you a mammal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, so Birds do it. I don't know bees about that. do it, but they don't bees grow do hair. Not exactly. Um, so this hair. random honor guard ganks the uh, the scepter and runs not out very the honorable. sewer entrance. Like he's like, I'm naked. Yeah, I have this ancient relic. I'm just gonna run out into future world and, you know, and take my he chances out there. He would have made it there. if he just dropped the relic. Mm. Yeah, had he not been holding on to it. 
but I guess he's sworn to protect it or something. So I, I it tracks. I guess it makes yeah. sense. Kind of throws off the internal logic of the movie where it's like uh, the time travel works every what seventy two hours or something ninety six hours whatever something like that. It's just like oh wait we forgot one. Wait, 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 you just, let's see, 72 and 90, you really have spent time with this movie. Well, I mean, they <laughs> yeah. say it in the dialogue. We oh, yeah, Donnie. I didn't do any math. I want to say it's like okay. 60 hours. He <laughs> says 60 hours yeah, it does, somewhere it, on there. It is like an arbitrary number. Yeah. It's not yeah. like a set number like of days. Um. So they're looking up the, the sewer entrance there, and there's this big bright flash of light, which just for some reason always reminds me of like a Ghostbusters special yeah. effect. I don't really oh, know why. Before we get to that, right before the the hockey hooligan guy runs off, okay. I like how we're just calling them hockey hooligans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they do that bit where one person screams and then everyone screams again, <laughs> right? And then uh, as they're running off, Leo looks like he's trying to take out one of his swords and it gets stuck like halfway out, and then he's not <laughs> holding a sword in the next cut, like. Oh what yeah, does about? he? Oh, he goes to reach for it again in the next cut. He does the same thing. He pulls it halfway out in one cut, and then it, it you know, they take the long shot and he pulls it halfway out again. So, uh, yeah, I do like the where one person screams, everyone screams. But we've seen that in the first Turtles movie when April wakes up for the first time. Did we see it in Turtles too? Um, um, I don't think we did. It's such a classic like cartoon trope. I love that. Like the I love only that reason bit. you're screaming is because I myself am also screaming. You're not afraid of anything. You're just mimicking what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Or the other person's scream scared you so much that you're screaming. And then they oh, scream true. Right okay. Back at you. Yeah. Um, we get our quantum leap lights, and this is where like this movie almost like redeems itself for me in the last two minutes because it just like. It's so stinking heartwarming and full housey in my brain that I love it. <laughs> and do you find so that as then we get giant rubber feet. Yeah, and then you get gross, giant rubber feet. Slippery feet. Gross toenails. I never realized <laughs> how disgusting their toenails are. Uh, so they live. They live outdoors. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Really, kind of. I don't know, kind of judgy. <laughs> Imagine the calluses they must build up walking barefoot all the time no. in the sewer and fighting with fighting needles and glass yeah. everywhere. Oh, yeah, fighting they need shoes. Jesus, they do need shoes. God, you know, I would yeah. say pants first, but you know, whatever. Shoes are also mm. cool. Um, no, shoes first. The I think, but if they're gonna wear pants, I think it would have to be kind of an overalls kind of yeah, affair. Probably. <laughs> isn't there, isn't no, there an action figure where no, it's like farmhand Mikey or something? Oh, probably. Yeah. Well, there's so many action figures yeah. where they, they're wearing. I, clothes. I had a Leo dressed up like a sailor. Did anyone else yeah. have the Raphael where he's wearing Zubas because he's a rock star or something? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, you get this yellow glow of light and then this big orchestral cymbal swell music cue. I think this is the same music that we heard in Turtles 2 after Super Shredder is killed and they pop up out of the water and Mikey's like, oh, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Uh, I mean, I'm quoting Michelangelo lines to Robbie Wrist, which is a little ridiculous, but you know. <laughs> uh, no, go ahead. I think you're doing great. Don't stop now. Um, I think this is the same music cue, that sort of sweeping violin cue. And I just love John Dupre. Like, th- we don't get a lot more of his music after this. This is sort of the last big famous thing that he did that I'm aware of not to say he hasn't done more but I don't know that I know of any more of it I know he's been working constantly but like it's just a nice little 
sort of nostalgic piece of music to wrap up the movie with. I enjoy it. A plus, two stars. Two, th- two thumbs up, five stars, I'll say. Um, <laughs> five two thumbs stars. up quick, and quick two recovery. stars. <laughs> yes. Um, also, the scepter seems to be destroyed on the turtle side. Uh, yes. Which, convenient, right? Because you don't want to have more best. time shenanigans, right? I guess. But then we go back, when we cut back to Japan... It's intact. Yeah, mm. and if it oh, wasn't, it wouldn't be able to get me in the flea market in New York for April to buy. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Time travel. <laughs> Galaxy brain. brain. <laughs> so you're you're telling me that that piece of glass and, uh, you know, probably brass or whatever it's made of survived in its original, like, there's moving parts. I guess. <laughs> there's moving parts that spin you know, and that kind of thing. At least have to oil yeah, that yeah. stuff. There, <laughs> there are there are mechanical objects from like a thousand years ago that still work. You know, so it's fine. It's fine. This is fine. <sighs> and there was that wow, there was are, that Game Boy that made it through fan. Iraq intact. Yes! Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that Game Boy is amazing. Uh, I would just like to point out in minute eighty eight at uh, fifty eight seconds. That statue on the right looks like it's wearing a boot on its head. <laughs> he is wearing a boot it on is, his head, I isn't think. he? Yeah, definitely. I mean, <laughs> or, on head. or an oven mitt. <laughs> <laughs> it's meant to resemble the shredder. They didn't have any other things to put on the head for a ridiculous headgear, so they just threw a boot on him. They were all out of colanders. <laughs> they probably have more things. Um, we get back to Japan. We get some, some flashing lights. Then Kenshin comes back in. He's holding the scepter. He gives the scepter to Mitsu. Uh, and now we're we're getting into minute ninety here. Uh, Emperor comes around the corner, and he looks like he slips on a banana peel. Damn he yeah. kneels so fast in front of Kenshin. He's really he happy to see his son. Did Kenshin's pants grow back, <laughs> or is like, he still wearing the miniskirt? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't really tell because he's shot from the waist up. But like, oh, you're right because yeah, April, April ripped her, she ripped ripped her pants the off. Pants. Yeah, to make uh, shorts. Mitsu goes that's, swing. That's why the emperor kneels so fast. He's like, oh, the light, it's blinding from your bare legs. <laughs> ah, legs. <laughs> um, so emperor kneels down. Kenshin Not gives the, the scepter to... Sorry, what, the, the, the daimyo. daimyo. Yeah, yeah. Kneels down. Emperor Thank you, Professor a, Chris. Emperor is a religious position. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we'd better be correct here. Someone's going to hear our show the- Sun Give goddess. us a bad comment. Yeah, if it's I worth will. doing, it's, I, it's I worth negatively review my own podcast for this event. <laughs> <laughs> if it's worth doing, it's worth doing right. Am I right? Correct. Uh, Mitsu gives it to him, gives the scepter to him. He accepts it. And then I love the little bit of the the honor guards sneaking out the doorway, just like, oh, sorry, we're naked. Like, I've had that dream. Like, you walk into a room naked, all your <laughs> friends are there, and you're just like, don't mind me. And there, it's. But the, the, I. Again, they. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say they're doing that hockey organ music as they're walking out. Well, they're all, and they're also going, oh, hockey, hockey as they walk past him, which is another missed opportunity. It could have been a slap shot reference where they walk past him going, old time hockey coach, old time hockey coach. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know, I I don't know if anyone knows that movie very well. That movie's great. The dudes with the glasses, the Um, the horns. I'm putting on the foil, coach. Yeah, that's a bit old time hockey coach. Old time, another missed up. Paul See, Newman. Well, nobody yeah. ever, nobody ever talks to me yeah. about these. I, things. Dude, my college roommate showed me that movie. It was like, I 
loved it. It was great. I did. I did all the funny lines in Turtles Three. Does anybody, you know, come in and go, "Hey, is there a way we can punch this up, Bob?" No, no. <laughs> well, you're you're punching up Art. That's why we came to you. We were like, "How do you close out Turtles Three? We need a big ending." You know who we call? We call sure. Robbie. That's who we call. Sure. I bet you. Yeah, do you have one more person for the last? No, minute? you're it, man. You're our last guest. Oh, I'm it. You are the oh, grand okay. finale. As, no pressure. As, oh wow. I'm I'm sorry. Be funny. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Man. Wow, I haven't felt this much pressure since, like, you know, like I'm a fourth date with Alex. Aww. Aww. By the way, if yeah, you guys... because no, she's like, you better produce. And I'm like, what? Ah! <laughs> you know, if, if you don't follow Robbie on the social media, I highly recommend you do, not just for his scorching political commentary, <laughs> but you really are a sweetheart when it comes to your, your significant other and your puppy. I just have to say, it's really just a pleasure. <laughs> it, Robbie, I, I laughed so hard when you posted your, your COVID um, card, and it said Robert and then in one of the comments was like who's Robert (laughs) (laughs) why did you steal his card (laughs) that had me laughing all day oh uh, I you know I uh, like the fact that you know uh, my my social media pages are always a a lively debate Mm -hmm. and sometimes they're not even there well uh, yeah I particularly enjoy (laughs) watching you uh, uh, like gripe on one one network about being kicked off the other network I was like well I guess I'm gonna be more active on this one because they kicked me off this one yeah yeah no you gotta keep it moving around you know keeps it fresh I got got bounce from venue to venue Zucky sucky. There you go. <laughs> um, so the, I want to make that should be a hashtag. I think it is. <laughs> hashtag make it zucky happen. Sucky. Yeah, I guess. Too much. <laughs> um, at the age of what was I eight when this came out? I don't know that I was mentally prepared. Uh, I guess the, I, there's a big kiss in Turtles One. I don't know that I was ready for the big kiss at the end of this movie. There's a very large, very like hilarious smooch at the end of this after Daimyo walks away and brings his guards out the music swells up again and Kenshin like Hot dips dips yeah, it's Mitsu very, the it's lights very old Hollywood it's like it's it's so purposefully overdone it, it like the lights change it like drops a silhouette behind them like it's just where did he learn that? At what point in the future did and, and he learn also, this? And movie? also, why why did Stuart Goddard is that his name? Uh, uh, the director. Uh, the director? Yeah. Uh, Good that's... question in this movie that we're at the end of. <laughs> I think it's Stuart Goddard. He, he, it. uh, but... Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I think that's his name. But anyway, it seems funny to Gillard. me that he chose Gillard. Right? It, it's funny that he chose that moment to make his art film. <laughs> the only the only thing I can think of is Kenshin was looking at those posters yeah. of the lady that's and a, the guy. That's about it. So, oh yeah, dancing and but like, like yeah, the ballroom stuff. But like, did, I don't did think... he practice this with Casey? Yes. No, he but, practiced uh, it with boot puppet. Man. Yeah, the money, the mannequins. <laughs> I like to think. Let he us did it practice with Casey. kissing. It's but, the kissing mannequin. <laughs> but <laughs> gross. <laughs> But like, if we weren't watching this one minute at a time, I wouldn't have noticed that. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's yeah. I just it just I, I think you're right, Rachel. I think it's in in the context of the way we're doing it. It's so hyper focused on that. Yeah. Um. We the light forward. change gets me, man. It's <laughs> yeah. such an abrupt. Like, That's what? what I mean. That's like 
This is my artistic statement. Boom. And it's so out of place for the rest of this movie, which was like too like wide openly lit. And he did that twice within two minutes. He did it when Mikey comes back down the sewer. There's that big lighting change. And then there's this one, too. And again, that same sort of gold lighting. Uh, We cut back to present day New York or 1993 New York. And Michelangelo (laughs) is rubbing his head. The distant past. Which sounds just like a squeaky basketball. He needs some turtle yeah, wax. His head is so squeaky. Yeah, that's exactly how I imagine those suits would sound. Especially when they're kept dry. Yeah. Um, and this is the moment that I kind of like. This this last minute 91 here is the one that sort of hits me in the heart. Michelangelo is like, oh, I'm bummed because growing up is hard. I don't think I'm ever going to laugh again. Like, Mikey, our fun-loving turtle is so brokenhearted. And like, yes. Robbie, he's emo. I'll give it to you. I think he's totally emo because he's unrealistic about uh, how unhappy he is. But, like, we've all been there, right? We've all been unrealistically sad about something stupid. Well, he's an adolescent. He's going to wander around the streets at night in a trench coat and just, like, write sad poems. (laughs) And go see Critters 3 and get in a fight in the park. (laughs) He's going to listen to a lot of The Cure. Developmentally, he's just a couple of years behind Raphael. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I love this bit where he's like, I'm never going to laugh again. And then Splitter tells the dumbest joke imaginable. And then he laughs immediately. And and also, is Elvis like still a, a In 93, thing? I guess it was on In, cable, but I never saw him. I am maybe. I was, I was just like, that seems I, a, a sort of an oddly dated reference for a, something aimed at I, people who like... That's like their great grandfather. Yeah. So the only reason I knew anything about Elvis was because of Full House, because <laughs> Uncle Jesse was obsessed with Elvis. Yeah. Okay. I've never Fair. seen an Elvis movie in my life. Yeah, me neither. Robbie, here's a question yeah. for you. In the first one, they had <laughs> Mikey doing like a Cagney impression. They had him doing Stallone. There's one. Did, yeah. Did they come to you and be like, "Hey, what impressions can you do?" Or did they have those no, on the page? No, no, no. It was on the page, or at least. However, it however the puppeteer did it or what have mm-hmm. you, but uh, yeah, oh no, I walked into that. I'm like, oh, got to do a Cagney. Work <laughs> You're like, oh, not uh, Cagney. I, <laughs> well, my thing, you know, my thing is, I became an actor, so I wouldn't I have do to a work. Bogey, but not <laughs> right. a you know, it's hard enough. You got to learn, you know, memorize that bullshit. <laughs> but it, it, it's so, it's another thing to do a Cagney impression as a character. Mm. Oh, and the guy who was the oh, well, it's Michelin Sisti. Yeah. Uh, his reading of the line was not Cagney ever, <laughs> and there was no there's no dude in it. It was just he was like doing his own version of Michelangelo, and so I have him in my ear while I'm you know reading the line and trying to act. Uh, it's a little like juggling cats. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, did I, they come to you on this one and be like, "Hey, you have to do Elvis at the beginning with the when he has the stupid hat on"? Or, uh, yeah, no, he uh, uh, mostly they they went through it and just said, "Hey, we have a part here. We need a, like a lip flap that's goofy. Ah. So can you fix right. that?" <laughs> so there, you I, brought the Elvis uh, to this movie. It's your fault. I, I'm just like, what is? Why is they making an Elvis <laughs> joke? I, what is that for? <laughs> you know? I mean, my, why don't you just put him in suspenders and say, "Oh, Mark for Mark." I mean, at least I that's. Mean, I just, that I just got this image great. of of you like. <laughs> 
I just got this image of you like Orson Welles in the recording booth. Like this line doesn't make any sense. Why would I say this? This Transformers movie. Um, well, on a, on a certain level, I, I think I even at the time I went Elvis. <laughs> you know, like, you know, the guy went, well, I don't know, you know, I just produce them. Yeah. I don't write them. So, you know, you know. It, Elvis movies were on, like, basic cable, like TBS and TNT in the 90s. Like, yeah, if, I, sure. the, and if Grandma had insisted, I would have watched it, in the you know, on summer break. But she didn't, thank God. Uh-huh. I also like the line how Splinter's like, I saw it on cable. They get cable down there? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not getting a rabbit ears reception down yeah, there, right? I mean, it's New York City. You can get anything. You can just, I guess they probably their it's cable probably fell illegal. off a truck. It's illegal cable. They yeah, tap- Donnie probably patched it. Yeah, they in. tapped in. Oh somehow. man, do yeah, the turtles they, get they, all they, the probably... weird scrambled porn channels too? Probably. <laughs> it's probably. Yeah. It's probably Sports. like you know Spice they took channel. their cu- they yeah. took their cut from uh, from the first movie. Yeah. Like when they broke up the Foot Clan, they probably went. You know what? No one's gonna miss a <laughs> regular <laughs> <Yeah. Man> falls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that, well, there's like, a lot of like. Hey, we saved. We saved the goddamn. Thing. That's really why they moved. They From just needed a bigger crime. place to put all their new stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. They should have taken the warehouse. They should have yeah. taken the warehouse. Yeah. They'd have a I skate mean, park and an arcade. I just, I just had, yeah. a, I just had a thought that I can't believe I haven't had yet on this show. Was so that? in the in the in the first movie, they they broke up a whole gang for petty crime. Mm-hmm. But like, how do they get any of the things that they have if not for petty crime? <laughs> It's true. It's it's yeah. like how did they, they get money? Down. How did they pay for the pizza in the first movie? That's very true. Do they yeah. have jobs? <laughs> Panhandling. Maybe it, well, may, may, I don't know. Maybe they were like you know Bitcoin. Like, <laughs> you know. Well, isn't it? No. Or, isn't it in the um, the 2007 movie? Donnie works as like tech support. Yes. Yeah, he's like an IT. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's an IT. He works remote, so he's providing all the money for the family. I guess. Well, Mikey, yeah. Mikey well, works I as mean, a party clown. Oh, okay. Mm. They might have, uh, you know, collected some pennies and started a like a, a fund at the bank yeah. or something. I I think Donatello would be ahead of the curve, and they would have invested in in uh, in Bitcoin way yeah. early. Or like yeah. Apple yeah, computers. Yeah, sure. Yeah, totally. Some um, fruit company. <laughs> Never gonna have to worry about money again. Yeah. But I heard about this. I heard about this thing called the internet. I think we can. Uh, I think we'll do something about Donnie, it. Donnie, you nerd. What do you think yeah. Donnie's first AOL screen name was? Does machines with a Z. <laughs> Ended up in some interesting chat rooms. Hmm. Yeah. Oh man. Are um, you guys real people? S- so I, I did yeah. just want to say, going back to the whole idea of, like, Mikey's sad, Splinter tells a dumb Elvis joke, like, he's just a good dad. Like, just he's cheering up his kid. Like, when you pull away for a minute and, like, just sort of look at it, it's like, oh, my kid's angry. I'm going to cheer him up. And, it, like, it works. It's just such – and then all his brothers come in. They're like, hey, Mikey, the whole family, like, works to cheer up Michelangelo in this one stupid moment. They're not, like, mocking him. They're not, like – Saying, oh, forget it, dude. You were never going to have her. They're just like, hey, where are your brothers? We're well, that here. Should, that should prove to you. That should prove to you that they're not really brothers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> It'd be like, hey, what are you crying about, bunch of girlfriends? Uh, <laughs> shut up. You shut up. I, I, maybe I'm alone. The end of this movie, I just find it very heartwarming. There's a lot of stuff between minute one and minute 91 that ain't so great. <laughs> well, but minute whatever. 91, I'm a fan. Okay. 
I think it's very sweet. Whatever it takes to warm your heart, buddy. Um, I just like that in typical Turtles fashion, we get to go out on a note from Ya Kid K. There you go. Yeah. A little bit. Sounds get like, into the groove. It sounds like every other Technotronic song ever. It, it is uh, rocking over the beat, which sounds almost exactly like Pump Up the Jam. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to think that the Ninja Turtles movies are solely responsible for Ya Kid K having a career. I mean, I wouldn't say solely responsible, but I mean, it's a good part of, yeah. of their career. I mean, was. it's it's a huge chunk. Listen, I I know several people whose whose you know best songs came out of these films. Uh, so listen, not knocking it, but uh, I mean that's fair. Ninja Turtles are pretty important. So some friends of the show, some mm-hmm. friends of the show. Um, look, we get the end of the movie. Uh, the next minute is credits, so let's 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 do a quick wrap up with Robbie here. I think we probably talked about this in the beginning, but Robbie, we're at the end of Ninja Turtles three. You've you've been around for three Turtles films. How did you feel when the the book closed on this chapter of your career on this particular role? Were you expecting more Turtles films? Were you happy to be done with them? Oh, I mean, well, I don't, I don't more work, more work, more work, please. <laughs> Yeah, so I was just like, I'd like to see it happen uh, as a as a as a you know an ongoing thing. Of course, every actor wants to you know get a job where they don't have to go where they yeah they don't have to go looking for work. Uh, yeah, whenever I hear like like you know uh, every one of the James Bonds after they did like two or three of those movies, they're like, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm like, are you insane, <laughs> dude? Lazenby only did the one. You get to go all. What else did Lazenby do? Eat- Eat in amazing restaurants, aside from working and being like this international spy guy, and you're tired of that? <laughs> anyway, my lord. Anyhow, so yeah, I, I kind of, but then after this thing came out, I was like, yeah, it looks like that's kind of done. And uh, and then it actually turned out to not be the last thing because, you know, I did the Mondo Gecko mm-hmm. thing. And, uh, you know, so... Uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's like the mob, you know, <laughs> just when you think you're out, they pull you back in. And uh, and that's, you know, that's great. Uh, I've already uh, put my hat in the ring for doing the uh, what is that? The Michelangelo by himself story. That oh, last Ronin. Push it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'm up for listen, that. Listen, I'm that I am down if they ever make any and I've, I hope to God Netflix does like a, a special or like one off movie kind of yeah. Dark Knight kind of thing with it. Um, but I think that would be amazing. I would love to hear your take on like an older, more grizzled Michelangelo in that situation. And that's a kind of a, it's kind of a messed Turtle. up book. Like yeah. Mikey's not a fun character in that book. He's, he's not really he's no, scarred not at all. Have you been reading it? Yeah, I I did a few scenes from it. A, a friend of mine that I'm doing some other stuff with it was like, "Look, you should read this thing." He's a big fan of all that. So that uh, looks really interesting. Yeah, I'm fully on. Yeah, board. so let's Punisher make that Mikey. happen. Robbie wrist as Mikey one yeah. more time. I, and I'm I, I'm 57 now, so I'll even do the mocap. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it'll, it'll it'll look it'll look like a 57 year old turtle going, oh my back. Yes. I'm sure that's exactly what they're hoping to get. Uh, <laughs> someone give me a petition to sign. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it out there. Um, but uh, but uh, yeah. Other than that, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, it was uh, the, I, every time I when I heard that Bay was you know gonna do do what do what he did, uh, you know, I was like, I, I when he said he was gonna do that, I I really felt like uh, how I felt when I was watching sixty minutes 
And they said, there's a new youth movement out there, rave culture. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, that means it's over. (laughs) (laughs) We've we've done it all, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Does anyone have any final thoughts on on this chunk of the movie, ninety eighty eight to ninety one? Here, we, did we say it all? I think so. Glad it's over. Glad it's over. Well, Glad we still have over. a final wrap up episode that we'll True. do to talk about the True. credits. But um, I guess that's kind of it, Robbie. What is what are what are you plugging? What can we get people to go hear, see? Uh, oh, I don't. I, I, I you know I have a. Social media. I let's say there's a robbyris.net, I believe, out there that has a bunch of stuff on it. And then uh, I, you know, I'm doing a a all 70s uh, review band that I'm gonna be doing a bunch of playing this summer called uh, Cousin Oliver's Cavalcade. Of oh Hits. man, are you coming to New York? Uh, well, if we can, uh, hey, you know, let's talk about yeah. that. <laughs> um, uh, and then, uh, and then, let's see. I'm working on a uh, hopefully a cartoon. Uh, that I'm writing with a couple of friends called World War Wolf, Ooh. and and uh, uh, and also I'm working on a cartoon to kind of work uh, alongside my uh, my original band, which is called Ballsy Tomorrow, and so I'm making a little international space soldier character named Ballsy Tomorrow <laughs> who goes across the galaxy, and so. Yeah, so uh, uh, so those are the things right now, and you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff on the internet. If you just search my name, something hilarious <laughs> is guaranteed to come up. Something I may be proud of, perhaps something I. Won't. All right, I'm I'm down either way. So. And thank you for having me. This was uh, this was actually super fun. Yeah, we are we are totally happy to have you. We would love to you, you know so talk much to you for again at some us. point in the future if the opportunity presents itself. Robbie Rist, one more round of applause. The yeah. original Always a pleasure. Michelangelo. Robbie Rist is with us, everybody. Uh, for the crew here, uh, make sure you guys go to TMNT Minute on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you go to duelinggenre.com slash support. Become a Patreon supporter. Get all the cool, extra fun, good stuff that Dueling Genre has to offer. For Rachel, for Adam, for Chris, and for Robbie Rist, we will say goodbye, and we'll see you next week to finish this movie. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Cowabunga. Can we get a cowabunga <laughs> from Robbie? Uh. Cowabunga! Yeah!